I am an everyday athlete. Good morning, everyone. This is Jared Bassett with Mark McCain, and you're listening to Everyday Athletes, a podcast devoted to bringing you the amazing stories behind the lives of day-to-day CrossFit athletes like yourself. We have a very special guest today, um, the one, the only, the infamous, the beautiful, Dr. Beautiful. Aaron. Beautiful. Dr. Aaron Auburn. Yeah. Hello. Handsome. Handsome. It's all Thank coming you. out now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is... Uh, Dr. Aaron's here quite a bit. Uh, most of you guys, I guess, don't see him. He's here in between uh, location number one, location number two. For, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for those, I guess, who don't know you, most most of our people know you. Uh, those of you who don't know who you are, if you want to go a little bit, what you do, where you're from, and sure, sure, um, general stuff. Originally from um, Alabama, uh, born and raised. Roll time. Oh, and um, yeah, yeah. So just uh, born and raised there. Uh, a little bit of background about myself. Um, I started out just uh, as a massage therapist. Um, I was a massage therapist at a pretty young age, and um, moved to uh, onto chiropractic school. Lived in uh, outside of St. Louis for several years. Uh, me and my uh, wife Jamie lived in Southern Illinois for a couple years, and uh, we've been. And we moved to this area, and we've been here for uh, 10 years now. So uh, I know there's uh, not a lot like of crazy attractions here, but is there anything to do in St. Louis? Of course, there's lots to do in St. Louis. Um, you still have friends there, is that why you're saying that? No, 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 no. <laughs> My, um, I've only driven through there. I've driven through there, yeah. I've, I've driven through there, and I've, I've stopped at the, uh, the Arch. Yeah, I've there. been on the Arch several times. Yeah. Well, my mom's originally, um, she's born and raised right across the river. Uh, from St. Louis, and my dad is originally from Missouri, so uh, my family is, is in the Illinois, Missouri area, so I kind of grew up in the St. Louis area, too, going there several times, and my brother also lives about an hour south of St. Louis, so it's, uh, I'm a Cardinals fan, and, uh, yes, and, uh, uh, this, this might hurt your uh, Right, 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 yeah, um, so yeah, it's, it's, a it's a great city, um, it's a great sports-based city. Uh, so it's it's uh, they do the, the Cardinals fans travel very well. They do, they do, and it's uh, it was a little bit of a change going from there to here, and you know the fan base for the Reds, and now that's really grown because they built up downtown, which yeah, uh, it's yeah. something that they needed, and it's it's uh, you know we go to Reds games. You know I'm not a Reds fan, but we support baseball and support. The I'll city. go to any any uh, any professional level sport. It's right. fun to watch. It is. It is. It's, it's it's pretty much like when you know. Concerts are probably another way. Like, I don't necessarily have to like the music to go have a good time. Right. Um, have you ever met Nelly? No, never met Nelly. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask. <laughs> right, right, right. I didn't know that. Is he really that short? Yes. <laughs> what is EI? Yeah. Um, but, oh, that's cool. So, how, what age did you start as a massage therapist? And then, what age did you go into like chiropractic? Right. Um, let's see. I was a massage therapist at 20. And uh, started my business then, my first business. I uh, went to a massage school in Birmingham, Alabama, and I was asked to come back there to be a bodywork instructor, uh, just kind of filling in some of the educational classes. And then I started a graduate clinic there uh, for therapists who graduated, and we gave a discounted fee on the weekends for 
you know, the community come in and get a little bit cheaper rate from someone who just graduated, so it gives them an opportunity to make some income right out of school. Wonderful. Um, so, so did that for, for a, just a short term, uh, a year or two, and I just wanted to kind of pursue a bigger goal, which was one to either, uh, either wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon or looked into being a chiropractor and went more the more natural more natural uh, route in that and uh, moved to St. Louis to start school. So you started at 20 and then uh, you are now how old? 38. 38. So it's, it's almost 20 years in the business um, of having the hand physically hands-on experience. Right, right, yes. Um, and that's something you can't you can't just mimic. You no. Know, you can be unbelievably smart but you know I think even if you say uh, half of your career nine years ago, you're probably the same person uh, as far as professionally you were now. Of course, you just um, you just continue to grow. Was that was that more of a um, kind of what's what what's what I'm looking for? Um, I guess I guess my, my question is, is is do you see yourself kind of as you progress uh, just. Obviously, physically, you're going to know different things. You're going to learn different things. Uh, just as we would in our like kind of uh, CrossFit professional, like uh, I, I'm going to learn a different way to teach the clean. I'm going to learn a different way to uh, teach the pull up. That's one thing. But I think as we own the business, it's, it's been much, much different. Do you see yourself growing in that aspect too, owning your own business? <clears throat> right. You, I mean, you learn every day. Um, I'm sure you guys see that as well. And you're going to you learn things from your members, uh, from your peers. Sorry. Um, and so do I. You know, I learn things from my patients um, on a daily basis, and uh, also learn things from my peers and through con continue education. And you know, as a, you always want to educate yourself more. I mean, mm. and so the I mean, knowledge is power. Mm. And so the more you know, the better you're going to help the community. The better you're going to educate the community. And you know, they're going to they're going to have the tools now that you guys and and myself provide to them. So yes, mm -hmm. it's just a it's, it's a, a constant process. evolution, right? It is. It is. Yeah. 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 You just can't say stagnant. You're always always a student. I think that's any good coach. I, I feel like describes you know business owner whatever profession you're in. You're always a student because I mean again, especially now more than ever with obviously the internet. I mean, there's unlimited resources to yes. anything you want to do, <clears> and I'm sure just like. You know, we pick up on certain things whenever, you know, uh, people are doing these basic kind of movements, you know, I'm sure, you know, you pick up on things with the, the chiropractor, like, oh, okay, this is what's going on again. I've seen this before, but there's still those unique cases that come in and you're like, oh, okay, I might have to, you know, do a little more research than normal right, on this right. one. So, you know, I think that's what's really cool about working just with general people and movement and, and obviously in your case, a little more anatomy and stuff like that. So. How'd you get into the world of, of um, CrossFit? I know you, you treat a lot of people from here, from other gyms. Um, how'd you kind of find right. your way into a, a CrossFit world? Well, it's, it's um, actually a patient of mine I remember here is a, um, that I can think back was a Joy Collins. Mm -hmm. She uh, just kind of brought it up to me. Um, just say, hey, have you considered, you know, checking out a CrossFit gym? And we, you know, we were just talking, communicating, and you know, I said, no, where'd you go to? And um, so she introduced me to um, where you guys were located at before, and um, the old car wash. Yes, the old car wash. So it's uh, I, I went there and did an introductory class uh, before you guys were owners there, um, and found out that there was going to be a transition going on that you mm -hmm. guys were taking over. Of course, I didn't know you guys personally at the time, so I just kind of backed off uh, for a couple of months until you guys got in there, and I just kind of rejoined with you guys and been ever since. You know, yeah. which is. Uh, 
you know, I'm glad I went back uh, to the facility because you guys are great with the community, great with your members, and been great to myself. And, you know, you guys really have a passion for what you do, and, and so do I. So that's, you know, why I stay committed to, to this gym and where I'm at. And, and it's, it's, uh, well, I think that goes, that just goes hand in hand. I mean, the, you talk kindred spirits, whatever you want to talk about. I mean, just having that passion. And you have to, you have to, um, you know, Aaron, for those of you guys who don't know, has been basically been a big mentor to both Mark and I just being in the business uh, or being a, in a small business for such a long time and kind of the do this, don't do that. But um, what it really comes down to is you just have to be willing to, uh, you know, endure the suck for long enough to, to really right, to, to, right. to see the other end, you, you know, and, and by and Aaron, your, your business is picked up, but by no means are you any less busy. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, equally as busy, if not more. Right. Right. It's pretty, pretty constant. Yeah. So every time I see her and it's kind of like, I'm doing great, but it's, it's tough. But just, you know, go back to your point saying it's, 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 you're not going to have those positive moments. You're not going to be happy all the time initially starting out in business. And, you know, we had those conversations a lot and I, I wasn't either. I mean, it's, it's, uh, there were mm -hmm. definitely bad times at the beginning of my career where, you know, where am I going to get enough money to pay the power bill or the water bill or where's, yeah. where are patients coming from? And you let that light bill roll over for a couple of months and yes, yes, put a little down on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's uh, but you know, you're, if your heart's in something and you have a passion for it, and you, you know, and you're good people, and you put that hard work and dedication into it, you're going to get that return from the from the community, mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and it's, it's uh, and that's that's just pretty much for any business. There's some intangibles, right, in business. I mean, obviously, there's a, we can take this conversation, but just speaking to the the small business owners, um, you know, there's certain intangibles you just can't teach, right? You know, and right. that hustle and passion and and so on and so forth. I think that's why a lot of people, you know, you know, you can throw out numbers on percentages of people that are unhappy with what they do. And I think the bottom line is, again, they just they're not passionate about it mm -hmm. or they don't feel included or they're making a difference or, you know, how, whatever kind of label you want to put on it. But I feel like, Aaron, uh, you know, we've obviously I consider you a very good friend now and um, have an awesome family and, and business. And there's a couple of times I'm sure where I've got on your nerves or whatever when we've talked or whatever you want to say but just you talking me off the off the ledge sometimes with like I don't know if this is gonna work or yeah. you know like how's this gonna happen and you've helped us out so many different ways um, and I'm just so happy that um, we didn't give up and, and our, right, our relationship right. continues to grow and exactly. um, there's a lot of people behind the scenes and you're one of them that's kind of always you almost, you know, sometimes I feel like, man, does he like believe in this business more than I do? You know, whenever I talk to you sometimes, I'm, you know, and uh, you need, you know, those people in your corner uh, and they're definitely one of them. So I appreciate uh, everything. Um, I know, you know, you've, you've mentioned the community here a couple of times. Um, how do you build a community when it's really, I mean, you're the go-to you're, I mean, yes, you have employees there, um, but you're not in a group setting. You're, you're basically one person in a room at a time. So how right. do you how do you foster a a quote community when it's really a one on one practice? Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and it all goes back to um, in every patient that comes into our practice, it's we run a teaching practice. Uh, we have built that that was kind of from day one that we invest back into our patients and our into our community, and we really want to educate our patients to give them the tools to better themselves outside of our office. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm there, I'm gonna do my job and my part in their healthcare and hopefully be part of their healthcare team. But I also wanna teach them to do the things, um, what they maybe were doing negatively outside the office. So now they can have a more uh, a positive approach to, okay, I see what he's saying now, I was doing this wrong or doing that wrong. And 
now I can sustain the health of, of whatever the reason that they came into the office for. Um, so, you know, I really try to just give the tools as much as I know, my knowledge, my education uh, to them uh, so they can educate themselves and, and their family in the community. I always preach that in the practice, like go home and teach your family you know, you know, what you're learning, it's not just for you, you know, mm-hmm. not just giving this information for, to benefit yourself, it's to benefit your family, your loved ones, and, and whatever community community that you're in, because we all hear of people, I've got this injury, I've got this mm-hmm. shoulder problem, I've mm-hmm. got this knee problem, a rib, you know, whatever it may be, and now you have an outlet of, hey, you know, I trust this individual, or this individual told me to do this at home, mm-hmm. and see if this helps, and so that's, that's kind of our philosophy and approach to practice is, yes, we're on a one-on-one basis, but I'm trying to reach more than that, you know, with, with each person that comes in. Yeah, that's huge because I think the, the question might arise is, is well, how do, I, how do I have a quote community when it's just, you know, a, a small business or maybe you're an online store or maybe you're, you know, you're on this one-on-one basis or mm-hmm. you own a small store where, you know, you're only talking to one person at a time. Well, that's, that's it. That's how you do it is you, right. you build into those individual people. I, I think that's the trap that sometimes we fall into here is we, we try to maybe hit the hit it with broad strokes so to say you know and and it should be a little more like a one-on-one you know and individualized in, in, in the conversations and, it's, and again because it's you know time and we're yeah. a lot of times when we're here we're kind of outnumbered so to say with more more people than, than trainers to have those like real individual deep kind of educational type of uh, conversations and yeah, it's a give and take for sure yeah and that's where a relationship with you comes in to where obviously we're not doctors you know we're not we haven't gone to the through the schooling and stuff like that like you said i, I like how you put it like we want to be a part of their healthcare like community so to say we want to put you through we are a strength and conditioning specialist and what we do and, and our version of that is crossfit and we want to we know how movement should look and we know how the body should be loaded uh, but ultimately if you have a structural problem you know that's where obviously uh, dr aaron comes into play or you know a physician or, or whoever you need to see and I feel like so many times um, the education piece is what's lacking mm-hmm. you know it's like I got a short I got a sore shoulder well you know have you seen anyone about it well no I, I figured I'd just you know ice it once uh, a month and it'd be fine yeah. yeah and it's you know it could be a lot deeper than that I started seeing you about a shoulder I, I, I saw like four different people about it and uh, whenever you basically fixed me up I was like okay um, and not only did he fix me he put me on like a long-term like you're doing these movements you need to be careful mm-hmm. and if this happens then do this so on and so forth and you know you got to take that as 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 law not just like a recommendation right. like yeah oh, you know i know he said not to do this yeah. but i'm going to still put my finger in the in the light socket i mean that know? happened that happens a lot you know mm-hmm. it's it's uh you know <laughs> you know I'm, I'm their treating physician and you know i come in and do crossfit but you know, I'm also there to, to, to help them and, you know, and they're there for a reason. So it's it, a lot of that mental approach that they come in with as far as, okay, well, I know he told me this, but I'm still going to come in here and, and perform mm-hmm. this movement. Why can't, can I do, still do this? And no, you can't, you know, <laughs> if you want to get fixed and maybe a couple of days off, it may be restrictions for two weeks, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it entails with their injury is. But you kind of have to lay down the law because you know always tell them hey you're here for a reason you're here for help mm-hmm. listen you know whether it's mm-hmm. y'all yep. too whether you know whether it's Derek or chris and that's even funnier when we when we get those moments when they're like you know someone come in and be like i'm ready to go and they're like are you because i talked to dr aaron you're <laughs> yeah. not supposed to be <laughs> right yes. you know yeah um yeah. and but that's it, it rings so true it's this is more is better concept i think that it's so hard to get especially with 
with the mentality of CrossFit, um, you know, taking a step back is really tough to do um, physically, mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally. You know, when, it's, when it is from something you 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 love doing, um, and everyone, you know, it's like it, it's re- it's a really easy trap to to fall into. Like, well, if I don't work out this week, I'm gonna lose everything. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? It's, and everybody's here for their own uh, their own reasoning. You know, and mm-hmm. it's 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 you know you those are things I have to consider with patient care too is you know outside of the room one-on-one what is going on in their life you know I, I you know I talk to patients it's kind of I have an open door policy it's just not just me providing the treatment to them we talk about life and family and and whatever whatever uh, football and yeah, yeah. Um, you know whatever else may come up but you know it's it's uh, you know some people have to have that five to six day a week exercise for them mentally to stay stable you yeah. know mm-hmm. their environment may not be you know uh, that healthy uh, you know at home or whatever it is or they may be going mm-hmm. through something in their life and for you or myself to restrict them you know they have that gear going i have to be there five days a week you mm-hmm. know and, and it's okay if you step back some but as far as we were talking earlier about the tools you know it's our job to provide them the tools of why it's okay that they don't come in you know mm-hmm. if they have to take a break if they're injured or whatever that is and, and we learn over time with individuals you know just as far as you guys go in your gym and and it, you know a little bit more personal things with them of okay why, why are you so frustrated why you why you don't want to heal or you know why why can't you take a couple of days off mm-hmm. so everybody has a different right. angle with that you know and, yeah that's and that's the tough that's the tough line we all tow as far as you don't want to invade in someone's personal life right. but you know there's sometimes you can tell like there's something else going on like there's a reason you're you're here you know, seven hours a week, you know, what are you hiding from? Right. Yes. You know, um, and that's, that's tough. And I don't know if you've, if you've had those instances where it's like you, there, there's no clear cut answer. This is when I should stop bugging you about this or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, when you get into their life a little bit deeper, Mm -hmm. because we talk about that from time to time, you know, because we want to be there for people. We talk about this, this little room is a sanctuary for people. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to be invasive. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want you to talk about stuff you don't want to talk about, but at the same time, if I see something, you know, I might try and bring it up, you mm-hmm. know, um, I don't know if you see that often with your probably. Well, yeah, we had, it's, it's, you know, with my patients, we talk about a lot, you know, some patients just come in just for a quick treatment and some actually sit down and dump things on you, which is fine. You know, if they yeah. need to get rid of it, I'm fine with it. I have thick skin. I can handle it. It's yeah. okay. And I like to communicate with people. It's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know everything and neither do you guys, but maybe, what? Some, maybe, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe something that we say to them, you know, may, you know, a light bulb may go off. Okay. Right. I should just take this and go with it. But yeah, I mean, I like to, you know, I like more personal approach to care with, with, with people in the community. And, you know, like I said before, some, some, somebody needs to get something off their mind. I'd rather do it inside my room rather than going out and doing something negative, mm-hmm. you know, like stopping by McDonald's and eating, right. eating right. or, you know, whatever it may be. And, and that way you kind of save them from, from that moment. You know? mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You definitely enter into that kind of life coach realm, you know, where you're, I don't, you, know, you don't have to put that label on it, but where you're part-time psychologist. Probably, right. Yeah, that's you probably know. the better way to put it. And I think more than anything, you know, whenever you are with one-on-one, I know definitely in the personal training realm, uh, whenever I'm one-on-one with people, they're obviously a little more open, you know, to that conversation. It's a little harder to pry whenever you're in a group setting, which is typically where we're at in, in the CrossFit class. But I think it's just that heightened awareness, you know, to, you can kind of sense if something, someone's a little bit off, you know, everyone doesn't, you know, wear their emotions on a sleeve. It's like you said, sometimes, you know, borderline can be invasive sometimes, but 
at the same time, everyone's dealing with their own kind of, you know, baggage or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and like you said, hopefully that doesn't lead to them like, you know what, I, I actually, I can't do this anymore. Or, yeah. you know, and again, it's one thing to follow up with, follow through with fitness or care yeah. or whatever it may be. But a lot of times it just goes back to sedentary lifestyle or bad eating or, you know, so it's, that's definitely what we are, are trying to fight against every day is people kind of leaving to do nothing or if they're not feeling, you know, a part of this community um, that is, you know, triumph, um, you know, ultimately we're, we're a life raft in a basically a sea of disease, you know, because right, right. there's a lot of negative influence out there. Right? That was the it's, deepest thing you've ever said. Right? Yeah, it's, it's regurgitated, <laughs> I'm sure, because I listen to everything. Yeah, no, um, that's, but it's, it's, it is true. Like, I'm, I'm not just saying to give you crap, but it's, it is very true. I mean, unfortunately, there's a, there's a world out there that just once seems like it wants you to be pretty unhappy for whatever reason. Um, and, and the, and the bare bones of it, what we're trying to do is just like bring a little happiness into people's lives right. at whatever level that is, whether it's, whether it's just having some friends to talk to, whether it's, you know, getting your sweat on, whether it's uh, changing your life for the good. Right. It's, I mean, it's a battle sometimes. It's, it's, it's hard, especially if you're speaking, you know, if I'm talking to a patient about nutrition, someone who might be overweight and they're struggling and are just getting started, well, they step out the office and they go up to the red light and there's four fast food restaurants right there. Right, yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard for us, but mm -hmm. they need us. we got to keep pushing that to them and push the envelope a little bit, maybe mm -hmm. get a little invasive with them because they need that, you know, because obviously nothing else is working for them and, you, you know, it's 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 too easy to be unhealthy out there. It's way mm. too easy. So it's they they need us in their in their life to give them that push. You know, right. It's, it's, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I I um I want to save some of the the more interesting stuff. Uh, we'll take a quick break here. Uh, but when I when we come back, I want to go through the uh, probably what's on most people's minds, whether you're a lover or hater of CrossFit, which is the you know, am I going to get hurt doing CrossFit, and what you see in the uh, the medical field right so we'll be right Ooh. back Ooh. crossfit is demanding both physically and mentally setting goals are the foundation to push your athletic ability and the hour we have together a day may not always be in line with those personal milestones you've set for yourself triumph performance is based around just that your goals together in a one-on-one -on -one setting with your coach we will set manageable and timely goals your program unique to your needs will accelerate the path to your target most have an idea of where they may want to go, but together with your Triumph Performance Coach, we will assess your fitness level, develop a custom fitness plan, and keep you on track to successfully complete your goal. For more information, please contact a coach or email info at triumphstrength.net. And we are back. We're here, uh, Everyday Athlete Podcast. We're here with Dr. Aaron. Uh, we left talking a little bit about the community and um, differences and similarities between us and uh, and kind of what he does, basically from a big group atmosphere, where I think the community kind of handles itself in some aspects versus where you're kind of the sole uh, proprietor of said community. You're the one kind of driving it, right? Um, but I think one of the questions that, that's on a lot of people's minds or definitely um, on mine that, that I'm curious about is I mean, there's this huge scarlet letter i think against crossfit uh that, right, that right. we we've been trying to get off of us forever it's like this like this bad name of like you're just gonna get hurt you're just gonna get hurt and right it's like right. you know i've been i've been injured more and worse on recreational soccer games than i have been in in, in the crossfit gym so um i guess just speak a little bit on what you see if what whether it's 
pre-existing conditions, whether it's sure. just lack of listening to your coaches or bad coaching. I mean, right. Well, it's um, a lot of a lot. Of, you know, a lot of patients come in with injuries as, as, as just in general, uh, just living daily life. But as far as getting questions, you know, it comes up a lot. Of the topic of you know, exercise and then CrossFit, because I talk about the patients, you know, just for another option, an outlet. It's not that I push it and force it on anybody. Um, but there is kind of, oh, CrossFit. Oh, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need to be in there. Gosh, I'd get hurt on day one. Yeah, with maybe that. that's the bigger question is, is what do you tell people that are maybe even interested in it? Like Right. Um, well, I mean, just for example, you know, our gym here, it's, hey, there's free classes to go in. You know, you could go on a Saturday. I always offer, hey, I'll go on a Saturday with you. I'll take time away from my family. And if you really need to go to get in there, I want you to start exercising and better yourself. I'll go with you. You know, mm -hmm. just call. We'll go. We'll, we'll take you in and introduce you to everybody. And Or there's, you know, the, the kind of the on-ramp classes you can go in for free. And just see if you like it. Just go in and just move around a little bit. Meet the owners and uh, see the community that's in here. And you'll be surprised of what it entails. But, you know, you're getting more of, um, instead of you just going to, uh, you know, a, a simple gym where you're going in by yourself, nobody's really watching you or, or has a plan for you. You know, um, in the CrossFit community, there's workouts every single day that are different. Of course, some days you're not going to like some of them, and, and you know, mm -hmm. some days are going to suit you better than others. Uh, but there's there's a schedule, there's a plan, there's a plan of action for for each person that comes in here. So, you know, small conversations in that aspect of it's not scary. You're just working out. Um, you know, and I always say this to patients: we're working out to exercise our heart. You know, a heart's just a muscle. Right. You know, if you're in there to keep your heart healthy, everything else will just go along with it. So whatever approach you, that is you want to take to that is fine, but you need to, to know that things are safe out there to do. Um, you get taught technique in a CrossFit gym rather than going somewhere by yourself and, and doing a class. Uh, or I'm sorry, not doing a class, but just walking in a gym and, and trying to squat. Mm -hmm. You know, and doing I, what we did is just is which was just learn on your own. I mean, that's what I did. Right, and it was yeah. like, guess what? I got hurt. Yeah. Try and do it on right. my own, right? You and, know, and then having to pay someone to say like, "Hey, please teach me how to do this," right? You know, and, and that's that's kind of where you know you CrossFit gym and you guys fall into to to their you know exer exercise regime and their fitnesses, they're being taught correctly you know, how to move through a bar or how to do an air squat. Mm -hmm. You know, I see that a lot. People don't even know how to squat, which is fine. You know, if you've never been taught or instructed, or you you, you know, in my side of it, they could have a mechanical issue. But, you know, they're not getting any of that instruction in a gym, you know, at all, at all. So it's, it's do you want to do things safely or do you want to th do things not safely and develop, you know, start developing injuries and, and, and bad mechanics? And, yeah. and with you guys, that's not going to happen. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, I could step out of here and, and sprain my ankle stepping over the curtain. Right. You're going to get hurt different aspects. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that, yes, people throw the red flag up like, oh, I'm going to get injured if I do CrossFit, but they don't even know what it is. So the education about it, it's just like, you know, somebody telling you false information about whatever it is and you haven't experienced yeah. yourself, but you're still taking that. Oh, they said this is going to happen. And the great American one being like Chevy versus Ford. Right. Yes. My family, family yes. or Chevy family. Yes. It's like, have you ever owned one? Right. Right. Both are really nice. So you don't know. <laughs> right. So you don't know until you step foot and experience it yourself. Right. So it's it's uh, 
<clears throat> so that's just more of talking to just, uh, you know, a patient in general about, you know, their fears or whatever the questions they may have about CrossFit. But injuries, um, you know, you're going to injure yourself no matter what you do. Um, even if you have the proper technique and, and the mechanics in here, I mean, I've worked on both of you guys. You guys have done I do stuff to myself, mm-hmm. too. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there helping patients, but I also injure myself, too. Um, I'm not saying that I can do everything just because I'm a chiropractor and never injure myself. We, we live life. We make movements. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's, it's more about educating them through the technique. You know, that's where you guys more come into it. You know, I just kind of sprinkle some things in there with them to talk to you guys about, hey, watch this movement, videotape yourself. This is what I see what's wrong with you. You need to go back to them and go over that movement, you know, a little bit more directly, whether it's just one-on-one or barbell club, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that may be. <clears throat> And that, that gives us a more visual, visualization of, hey, your knee's going out, you're collapsing, your glute muscles are weak, whatever it is, you know, in your front rack, your elbow's way here, hand placements overhead, your hand's way over here, you know, whatever it is, you're getting that in the CrossFit community, no matter what gym you're at. Um, each coach, is, that's their job, that's y'all's job, to teach mm-hmm. them that, but they need to become more aware of it, and that's where I come into, okay, this is how we need to fix this problem. Go back, get this corrected, which they'll review that uh, to make yourself more less susceptible to injury yeah. because right now if you continue this movement and the placement and everything you will injure yourself and it doesn't matter if you're in a crossfit gym or a regular gym or if you're doing something at home working out if you continue that pattern you're going to hurt yourself every oh, single time and again you talk about recreational sports you talk about even at higher level stuff i mean it's just mm-hmm. same thing um you know i i did some some damage and some stuff to my leg that it's like mm, just that's because you just planted hard and we're kicking right, around right. forever it's you know it's, no one's no one's watching you um i think wh- the thing sorry to jump in no uh, please i think the thing with with crossfit right is we try to blur, blur this line between form and intensity mm-hmm. i mean that's that's kind of our mo right mm-hmm. and i think ultimately you know one of the things you know i can speak to as a trainer you know uh, obviously been doing this for a while i've i've seen you know uh People do things horrendously and never get hurt. I've seen people do things perfectly and get hurt. You know, so it's ultimately, I don't want to say, I don't know if it's the best analogy, but it's like you got to cut the cord to a certain extent with people and kind of um, try, try to maximize the their, their, their workout and, and educate them. But ultimately, like, they're going to make a decision, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be there to, to do everything I can within my capacity. If I see them rounding their back, I'm going to tell them about it. Ultimately, everyone is not going to listen, you know, right. and, yeah. and yeah. that's that's just in life. Hey, don't eat McDonald's. Well, it tastes good. Right. Um, all right. Well, let's talk in 10 years, you know, and see see how that worked out for you. I think I think you can narrow it down even more into, you know, um, when you look at someone doing what they're supposed to or what they're not supposed to when it comes down to self-awareness and ego mm-hmm. you know, yeah ego is a big one like and do you do you have do you have self-awareness well and there, there may be even hand in hand you know um as far as like you know if you don't have self-awareness you might have a big ego and not even know it you know but if you're not a coachable or, or you're um or maybe you are coachable but you just think you're you know everything you do is going to be great you might even listen to that coach but you're like right. well it's correct now you know well, I'm sure you brush up against it too, right, uh, yeah. Doctor Aaron, with people thinking, you know, you're gonna get hurt if you get at a chiropractor, or, you know, yeah. that, this story, yeah. that story, and you know, it's one of the things whenever I recommend your care to someone, and they're like, well, you know, you know, and they'll they'll, they'll cite an example, 
and it's you know it's one of those things where it's like i'm sure you can find that in any profession ever right. whether it's going to a dentist or hiring a contractor you know like there's good and there's bad eventually you have to take your risk or whatever your educated guess or risk right, or whatever to and go and do well, it. We all, we all need medical care in our life, right. you know, no, no matter sure. who you're seeing or what you're doing. But, you know, I always tell patients, it's fine if you don't get along with me. You need this in your life. Go see someone else. And if you don't mm-hmm. like them, see someone else again. That's you one know, of the you, we follow, too. You need yeah. to be with someone you feel comfortable with, um, you know, and you, you take pride in yourself of getting the health care needs that you that you that you uh, want but you need to be in a place where you feel comfortable and you mm-hmm. know and it's mm-hmm. it's uh don't don't not go because oh mm-hmm. i heard this or that or i went in one time to see this person and i came in the gym one time and i just didn't feel comfortable like okay that's fine we'll go somewhere else then go yeah. where you there's feel comfortable. Uh, we're, we're one of the nice things about having a free market there's quite a few of everything of, of us in and you and right, like right. every profession there's, right. there's, a, there's you know there's not just one chiropractor that's right you know? there's an insane statistic on the number of small businesses that open up every year in america i mean it's just like an insane number and over 90 i think percent of them like go out of business mm-hmm. in yeah. the first year yeah and it's just they're opening up kind of every day but um, point yeah. is there's choices out there there's 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 very right. much you know, and, and very i will say so. and i'm not just saying this because you're sitting right next to me but you are you were the first chiropractor i ever went to mm-hmm. um and you know i i really didn't know what to expect going in and uh it was it was pretty interesting you know it's like i went in and unfortunately i went in with some pain and it was just like i'm expecting like going there like you know like just Nope, I'm better, <laughs> right. you know, but he's like, Aaron sat me down and said, you ever been to a chiropractor? No. Well, let me explain to you exactly what we do. And I'm going to show you exactly what I'm going to do. It's like, oh, I had an understanding of right. what is right. actually happening versus again, um, to use the analogy for anything, you just go in and someone just kind of like, well, here you go. This is, okay. see you later. You know, yeah. no Tran- one wants tra- that. Transactional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. No one wants that. And uh, I think that's one of the things that we modeled, um, you know, after your business, after a lot of those more what we consider successful businesses, and you know, just really trying to dive a little bit deeper into what, uh, why that person's there. You right, know, right. That's huge. Um, so, what are your, what are some of the, um, maybe not just with CrossFit, maybe just in general, what are kind of the more common things you see as far as uh, why people come to see you to be treated? <clears throat> Typically, it's it's your your low back pain. I mean, yep. that's predominantly what most people deal with on a daily basis, uh, whether they want to get it fixed or treated or just deal with it on herself. Uh, that's predominantly what comes in. Uh, next would be more neck pain and headaches. Uh, that's just on a general basis of patients coming in. Um, and in our practice, we treat a lot of different things. Um, I'm a certified chiropractic sports physician, certified kinesio taping practitioner, uh, working on a diplomat in sports rehab currently uh you know we treat a lot of pregnant women in practice a lot of newborns uh, we do a lot of nutritional work with whole food supplementation with our patients uh, so we do a lot of different you know approaches uh to care i mean but typically someone's coming in for a back pain unless they've been you know referred for a specific injury uh whatever that may be um, as far as sports injury goes I mean, it's it's any and everything really. Yeah. Uh, clavicle issues, shoulder sprains. You know, I'm sure you see delts. kind of a pattern with certain sport-specific things right. as well. Right. Like, uh, you know, I know Mark played baseball. It's going to be he's a pitcher, mm-hmm. so he's gonna he's not going to have probably a knee injury. 
Right. And more so than like something in the shoulder versus like I played soccer, I have a lot of ankle injuries. You know, yeah, so I'm sure you see the pattern a little bit there. We do. It just depends on the, the movement that you're doing predominantly in your sport. Um, it, it, I mean, anything can go at any time. Uh, but yes, I mean, it's just, uh, for example, you know, here, here in CrossFit, it's shoulder issues. But a lot of that's just with mechanics, you know, or they just are going too much and created that injury themselves. You know, they didn't slow down. Would you say you find a lot of those types of injuries, whether it's come from a CrossFit or just whatever, is um, almost like pre pre-existing, you know, conditions? Typically, yes. Yeah. Yeah, typically, yes. So it's, it's uh, for the shoulder, for example, most of us anymore are, you know, having that anterior head carriage because of, of cell phones. Mm-hmm. iPads are looking down especially our kids, you know, teenagers right now are more exposed to that. So they're getting more of the rounded shoulders, head going forward, and they come in here and do a movement, and they're in this position here, so they're already impinging their shoulder. Their head's already going forward, which is gravity. The bowling ball's going down and compressing the spine, and uh, and then you're throwing weight on top of that. So all that has to be retracted and then make the movement, which, you know, is probably going to slow down or completely prevent the injury itself, but a lot of times, yes, they're coming in, they build that up, and then they hurt themselves so well, why did I hurt hurt myself you know it's, as, it's well uh, you've been building it as trainers or, or people you know people that watch people move all day what can we do as far as uh, you know anything that we can tell people and or prevent that in a, in a sure, day-to-day sure. situation <clears throat> the one thing I tell patients all the time is it's really just that chin retraction you know if you're if you're making a movement I know sometimes you're going through the, through the barbell here and uh, if you're doing anything overhead or it's just really just keeping that it's just a slight chin retraction that's going to keep the normal cervical curvature that we have instead of straightening the spine out because when you straighten the spine out all the weight goes down the shoulders are internally rotate and you're going to you know you're going to decrease the space of your ac joint and then that repetitive movement is going to wear and tear so really just you know one great exercise you know you guys use in warm-ups too is just the therapy band pull apart mm-hmm. you know that's just a good burner you know, warm up. Yeah, to, it's amazing how to get upright. How about thirty of those, and, oh, and everyone goes. It changes. What happened? Yeah, I mean, it changes <laughs> your mechanics immediately. Yeah. And I have them at the office, and I'll uh, and I'll do them as well in between patients sometimes, and I'll instruct them, hey, you can hang these anywhere at home or office, and just mm-hmm. knock out fifteen to thirty in a row, and you'll be amazed if all of a sudden you just start your posture changes, even if it's for that instant. It's better than not doing it for the whole day. Right. I, I remember when I was coming back from uh, shoulder issues. Um, just literally, I think what changed the game for me was just being intentional before I would go to bed each night, 10 minutes with the throw band. And I would do the uh, the swords, mm-hmm. you know, pulling it up and turning the thumb up. And then the, uh, so the swords and then the, the pull-aparts. And I believe it was like behind the neck kind of presses because I have a bad anterior kind of uh, lean with my head sometimes. And anyway, so it's just, I know that, yeah, I play baseball and all this, all these other things. Um, but it really does come back to posture, I think, for a lot of us. You know, just being aware of, man, you're in a really just bad position. You yeah. know, and that, mm-hmm. that's what, you know, Kelly Surrett obviously really changed the game with with a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. as far as in our community with lacrosse balls and, you know, making mobility sexy or whatever you want to say. And, uh, but you have to apply it. I mean, you know, like, again, with what we're saying, what he's saying and you're saying and telling all these people, it's just literally for me, it was literally just 10 minutes before I get to bed each night. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I need to get my shoulder fixed. You know, like I need, I need this to happen. Yeah. And it's amazing whenever you set your mind to like healing things or preventing things like 
it actually could work. You yeah. have to do it because <laughs> you know if you tell someone to do this on a daily basis, they're going to go home and I see this all the time. Well, yeah, I stretched once today. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get it done. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, always you, given you a larger number. Some, you're, you have 24 hours in a day, and the three yeah. the three and a half seconds you you held that stretch is not going to do a lot. I, you know, I always 10, 15, 20 times a day, which you know blows mm-hmm. your mind. What do you mean? That's 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 all day long. It's really not, you know, it's probably about like five minutes total for the whole day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, do you want to heal faster or not? It comes yeah. down to a right. couple of things and we can go down the, the, the rabbit hole, so to speak. But you talk about again, again, self-awareness and just habits, you know, those healthy habits. Like you talk about like 10 minutes before I go to bed each night, like how could I ever possibly do that? Right, right. And you're like, meanwhile, you're like, got your show on every time every time you know and i'm super i'm not like saying like oh i do everything amazing but like i'll sit on and roll out and Mm -hmm. i'm rolling out and i'm 25 minutes in just scrolling yeah you know it's it's like wow imagine if i actually would have rolled out for 25 minutes i could have got up and like wow yeah i feel amazing and some days i'm i'm there other days i'm not but you talk about like that 10 minutes right before bed like if you did that like man you're gonna feel great but I, i think what happens at least uh personally speaking is like well i do that and i, I do a fantastic job until i feel better yep and mm-hmm. then it's like the maintenance period kind of i'll dwindle off and then it's like oh something's gonna flare up yeah it's, and then it's, you yeah. go back you got to maintain the health yeah you uh, have of yourself because it's it's not you know you, you you can't base your life on sick care mm-hmm. you got to base it on well care yep. you know and and most of the community is based on sick care oh i'm hurt now I'm feeling this symptom now. I'm going to get something yeah. done rather than reversing that and trying to maintain the health uh, as, as best you can. But, yeah, fortunately, that's just what's out there, and, you know, it's our jobs to try to a big uh, A big switch over for me, too, was, like, finally understanding that, like, like we are organic beings. Like, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not as symmetrical as we think we are. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just because I have two arms and they're roughly the same length, my hips, like, you're not that symmetrical. Yeah. And so, like, you know, it's like things are going to move. They are. You know? Yeah. Your spine is not, you know, and, and your, your skeleton is not this, like, piece of rigid steel. Like, there are parts that move in there, and it's going to get out of line. It is, yes. You know, and that's something you have to maintain. Um, you talked a little bit about the shoulder. So the other big one, I think, is, is hips and lower back. Where, so mm-hmm. you say that predominantly it's lower back issues. So what is, what's the main cause, you think, of? of uh, glute weakness is, is, is predominantly what I see all the time, and it's in your pelvic rotation, um, and I you know, I go over patients all the time. Your pelvis is rotated. What does that mean? What is it? What did I do to it? Well, it's just your SI joint. Your pelvis comes around and attaches in the back to your sacrum, which is a diamond-shaped uh, bone. It's a very long joint on both sides. So, you know, we're, we're predominantly sitting in he- hip flexion all day. You know, us three right now are in hip flexion. And unfortunately, that's what people do for their career. They're sitting in a computer all day, and they're in hip flexion all day. So when they finally get up, uh, you know, that joint has been locked in that position and when you get up to move you know that joint could just stay pretty consistent where it's at so you know as far as exercising goes if you go into a movement to say you're squatting um, you know we reviewed this before and you have that fixated joint here and you have an imbalance of glute weakness and you're you're squatting 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 and then somebody comes in my, my back's hurting right here I don't know what I did to it you know, you're not firing your glute muscles because they've been act inactive all day. I mean, if you really think about it, you get up in the morning, you sit down, you eat breakfast, you're in hip flexion. You get in your car, you're driving to work, you're in hip flexion. Right. You sit all day, you're in hip flexion. You go to lunch, you're in hip flexion. Mm-hmm. You drive home, you cook dinner, sit, and then finally you sit at home to watch TV before you go to bed. Yeah. You're constantly in hip flexion. 
So if you're not activating or turning on those glute muscles, they're going to be inactive. And mm -hmm. then if you start actually physically working them in the gym, they're not firing properly. You yeah. know, uh, so it's, it it's takes a while to, to and again, I'm, I'm 100% right there where it's just like it took a long time to learn how to actually like when, they say, when people say squeeze your butt, you're like, what? Like, yeah, oh, it's tough. You know, it's, it's a tough thing to do if you if you don't know what exactly we're talking about. Right. And I think there's something a little bit deeper there, too. Like, we're, and again, understanding that, you know, when we go through our fundamentals program, we are teaching you the basics so that when you get into class, you are not completely lost. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's up to us. But it's also, again, that self-awareness that, like, you've sat for the last 30 years. You know, you getting the bottom of the squat and trying to go up as fast as you can may not be necessarily mm -hmm. for you. That's why, you know we get boxes out you know like i just want you to think about a kitchen chair sit down right stand right. up you know and just l trying to get that that base of fitness down but unfortunately people uh, again call it society's problem call it whatever you want but like we just need these these immediate turnarounds like well i've been doing this for six months why am i not better it's yeah. like because you sat for 25 years right hmm. you know how do you feel about standing desk Oh, great. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, always pushed that, you know, especially when I have patients come in and they're HR directors and, mm -hmm. hey, how about, uh, you know, they get excited that we discussed what they're doing during the day as far as, hey, incorporating a stand-up desk. Mm -hmm. Well, you need to have the other employees. <laughs> they need to have that availability, too. You don't have to stand all day, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I mean, it's a good balance to go back and forth. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's it. You can't stay in the seated position all day. I I've mean, heard of like kind of like the twenty-minute rule. If you're sitting down, you know, get up, move yeah. around. Like, well, I always advise everybody yeah. to, when you are sitting all day, to get up and just before you make a movement, just stand there and tighten your glute muscles up for right. 15, 20, 25 seconds, and that gets them engaged. You know, instead mm -hmm. of them being turned off. Uh, I know I have a kind of an anterior tilt, and that's one of the things like my butt kind of sticks out and I'll get mm -hmm. that um, kind of arch in the low back. He's got a nice butt. I mean, let's oh, face it, Mark. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, if you're listening to the audio version. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, but that's one of the things I immediately notice whenever I do squeeze my butt is like it aligns that pelvis. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I feel, I feel like a lot of people, you know, and I've got a good squat or whatever, but um, I know whenever I'm lifting heavy, my right side's a little jacked up and it's in particular, my right glute doesn't always want to fire. So I personally have like a special warm up that I'll do with some back extensions, some mm -hmm. good mornings, some different one legged, you know, type stuff um, to fire my glutes eventually um, if I'm going to go heavy that day. And personally, from working out over the years, I have a pretty good assessment of where I'm at with certain movements to where um, I'm just not feeling it today, you know, or, or something's mm -hmm. a little bit off. And that's definitely when people are, you know, regardless of age, you know, but their if their training age isn't really that high, um, not, you know, again, like, you know, I mentioned earlier, it could look good, but if it's not feeling good to them or like, hey, you know, I'm, I've got this like really loud clicking or cracking sound in my knee or my hip and maybe speak to that a little bit whenever people are experienced, you know, there's several people here that when they squat every time, it's like my knee clicks. Right. And it's a popular, like, what should I do? Well, let's <clears throat> kind of backtrack of why sure. that's happening or what that actually is. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've all popped our knuckles before. or We've gotten out of bed and our, mm -hmm. our knee or our ankle mm -hmm. has popped. That's just nitrogen gas releasing. That's all that consists of. Mm -hmm. um, so that could be an example of what's happening with them through their movements. Mm -hmm. But you can also get that audible noise when your ligaments, which are whole bone to bone together, 
become tight or the tendon, which holds the muscle to bone, become really tight too. Um, and it can, can roll over and snap. It just depends on the person's body, their makeup, their anatomy, uh, how much weight bearing they have. Um, if, they've de- if they're older, if they've decreased some space in their, in their, in their joint, uh, that happens too. And that can create some audible noise through movements. Could I feel like it's a different sound. Can you tell the difference between the sound? I feel like they got a joint popping or the knuckle popping right, sounds yes. different than oh, yeah. that ligament right. rolling over. Now, they may not know that, though, yeah. uh, going in. But, yes, I mean, it, 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 can, it can vary as far as the noises go. But as far as are they damaging, are they hurting themselves, well, they need to be evaluated to see what's mm-hmm. going on. I mean, especially if you guys at the forefront see them incorrectly squatting and, and then they're making that audible noises on that one side. Uh, then they need to be assessed, you know, because they could they have an imbalance going on somewhere, or structurally, you know, their anatomy could be altered with their skeletal system. They could have osteoarthritis, unfortunately, in the joint. And you know, you guys don't know that because you can't see in someone. I mean, they'd have to have an X-ray with that and evaluation. But <clears throat> unfortunately, that you know that can happen too. And if that's the case, they need to be aware of it. So if, okay, well, you have loss of joint space. Here's what you need to do to be more proactive so you don't lose it at a faster pace than what you've been mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. Uh, right now. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's better to know than not to know. You, you just can't guess all the time. I'm at, my knees always popped when I did this or, uh, or that. Yeah, yeah. I like what you said, too, there. It was like, you might have to get an x-ray because we can't see that. Like, there, people have come to us with medical questions, and I'm mm-hmm. like, and the answer is, I'm not a doctor. Right, right. You know, uh, it, this is not, that's not my forte. Uh, I can tell you who to go see, right, but right. it's up to them to really go get that checked out, you know? And it's like when we see someone with a, with a membership hold request or a cancellation request, and it's like, well, have you, have you went and got this checked out? I'm like, well, no. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, regardless if you're with us or not, which is fine, because yeah, right. that just means you might not, it, this might not be for you right now, but like, go get whatever the issue is at least looked at mm-hmm. you know because Life's too whatever, short to whatever you be do hurt, yeah whatever you, you know, do after this all the time it's gonna hurt again <laughs> right yeah you know whether it's, it's by yourself in the basement a regular gym go running on your own if it's you well know. most want to you know wait and see if it heals by itself or mm-hmm. heals on its own and actually you're causing more damage to yourself because yeah your body i mean innately we're, right. we're trying to fix ourselves all the time but mm-hmm. you know it's that's where compensation comes in so yeah your body may mask the symptoms that you're having because your body's always trying to fix itself mm-hmm. but you're creating issues in other areas and and then and, the, and they're unaware of that because well, i'm just letting my body heal itself then they start feeling better well that problem never got fixed the body's yeah. just masking the pain and now you develop issues somewhere else so when you do start mm-hmm. back it's going to be more detrimental to you because right. you're, you're going to blow. You could blow something out then. When you don't have stability in a joint segment, that's when you get your tears. You yeah, know, that's mm-hmm. when you can blow a shoulder, tear a meniscus, whatever it mm-hmm. is, and it's all because, unfortunately, it's your fault because you're unstable. Now, there's trauma out there, mm-hmm. you know, saying, right. you get, but but you get uh, hit by a car and you're right, tearing right. meniscus. Yeah, yeah. Your, but a lot of times we set those problems up ourselves. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. if you're if you're not proactive with with keeping keeping it healthy. How how do we get people to understand this? Like you know, this is a loaded question, right? It's this paradigm shift to where they have to take an active role in their life from the sense of, I need to be conscious of how I'm sitting, how I'm standing, how I'm, I'm working like, out. Um, you know, we're all doing it right now. And that's why we need to get a headset so we can have a standing podcast. There you go. Um, anyway, uh, but you know what I mean? Like you, you can kind of see where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Like. It really is a paradigm shift to where I'm good, everything's fine. Oh crap, I just had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or it, like, unfortunately, that these big things have to happen where it's like, oh, I just dropped 
my pencil on the ground and I pick it up and I felt a snap in my back. Well, that, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about educating. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta, you know, and being invasive, you were saying earlier, gotta kind of do that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a part of it. That's what we signed up for. We, mm-hmm. we, uh, or if, if, if that's who you are individually, and I know you guys are, and I am too, you got to kind of, you know, get in that little pack, uh-huh. cross that boundary a little bit to teach them, like, here's what needs to happen because, yes, people will wait for a long and I, for an example, for someone who has knee pain, they come in and they're 60 years old. Well, I've had knee pain for three weeks, it's not going away. What's wrong? We'll do some imaging. Hey, you're actually bone on bone. I'm going to refer you to an orthopedist. Well, there's nothing you can do for that. No, I'm sorry, you're bone on bone. Well, did, did this just happen three weeks ago? It's actually happened the past 40 years of your life. Mm-hmm. You haven't done mm-hmm. anything, yeah. and you may not have been educated, you know, right, but right. you are now from this day forward. We can't go back and change what has happened. That's irreversible, uh, but you can educate yourself maybe to keep the other knee healthy from mm-hmm. this day forward or whatever joint space you have left. Uh, sometimes it's just that, you know, fear will get them going mm-hmm. is, is that something bad has happened and what can I do to make these changes? Uh, but so, sorry, I had to yeah. jump in. So if I'm 25 to 45 right now, maybe I'm listening and I feel pretty healthy, but I know like, eh, you know, this knee or this, like wh- where do people start? Right. Um, well, I mean, it's, they're starting in here they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know, getting fit and exercising, but you know, really just starting to get, if you're 25 to 45, I mean, obviously getting a physical done, having a good, uh, you know, group of, of staff and, mm-hmm. and whatever that may be a good support system from your family. Uh, but you, you know, you need to go through some steps to get evaluation done of mm-hmm. where you're at in your life as far as your health is concerned. And if they are stepping in the gym for the first time, or they're stepping into a chiropractic office or an orthopedist or a physical therapist or a massage therapist, it's our job to teach them that, Hey, you need to get this evaluated. Have you looked mm-hmm. into this? Have you had this done before? Maybe you need to start setting some goals as far as your nutrition is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that you are 20 pounds overweight. You know, mm-hmm. some of those can be sensitive subjects, you know, yeah, to, sure. to someone. But, you know, you, you, you got to get your foot in the door somewhere right. and build that foundation so you have a team that, that can help you. And it's not easy. I mean, it's kind of, you know, I'm, we're just saying to do this, but right. that person is sitting there and, and well, you know, I'll maybe put that on my calendar to do later or I'm okay. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just like your reason why you asked your question. I'm okay. I don't need to get this done. Well, things are building, right? You know, things are right. building and it's go get, go get blood work done too. You know, I always tell patients, Hey, have you had your blood? Mm, you yeah. Know? That's a big one. Yeah. Have you had a you colonoscopy? Have you, things you know? that aren't necessarily agreeing, agreeing with you. Right. Right. And yeah. you, you, you need to be aware of that because we only get one of these. Right, and sure. It, and whatever you do with it is what you do with it. But it's silly to throw things away or just think that you're okay and then all of a sudden something happens to yourself. Until it's too late. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's one of those, like, you know, people almost scoff at it when people are like, my body's a temple. You know, or if you go out and, like, you're the guy that's not drinking or, right. you know, you're the oddball that got a salad at, you know, at a, a pizza place, mm-hmm. you know, and... And it's, it's taking a minority position sometimes mm-hmm. and being okay with that, especially like you said, Hey, I've only got one body. Um, and here's, what's great about the internet. If you are like, well, I don't have a doctor. I'm new to the area. There's this little thing called Google. Right. Yeah. And guess what? There's a lot of reviews out there yeah. and yep. nine times out of 10, um, if there's only a couple reviews, you know, or, or whatever, um, you know, you should be able to pick up a vibe just from a, a website and right, sure, reading sure. on the, you know, so do a little research, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately don't just take our word for it. Like, you know, look online and, and, and take See a proactive a, a page, uh, approach yeah. to 
health. Right. Yeah. Yes. Hundred yeah. um, percent. I got a few uh, questions, and th- again, these are just kind of personal ones because we've both uh, been under your care, and you just get a real good pop, and it's just, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to crack on somebody? What's your favorite thing to adjust? I should say. Um, I, gosh, I mean the neck for me, the the cervical region, the, the neck, uh, just because typically that's what someone is more afraid of coming in to see the chiropractor with like, mm-hmm. Oh gosh, what is he going to do with my neck? I've heard these stories. Um, you know, and they're, and they're, and they're a lot of times terrified. Yeah, I was too. My older brother's a chiropractor and I, you know, he would practice on me and I was scared <laughs> to <good>. death, <laughs> you know, um, like, what is he about here, to do? Me? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's, uh, but getting through that, which is more of my favorite one because, it makes the patient more at ease when they have received that and now they feel comfortable about doing something about their health care and they're no longer scared anymore Uh, so it's it's that's more of an amazing experience to me and then i would say not just an area that's my favorite but i really like working on children you know especially newborns uh, because that means i've done my job of educating the parent of where health care should start and that Mm. should start immediately and to take that step to have, because they never received it as a child typically, um, to them to take that step and, and expose their child to, to, you know, maintaining the health of the nervous system and a healthier body and a lifestyle, and they're starting that right away, you know, it's pretty amazing, you know. And I always, you know, tell the parents that too. It's like, your child's going to thank you later in life because they're going to be typically healthier than anybody, you know, that they're, they're with growing up yeah. and they're going to have a healthier, healthier immune system. And, and so that, that's, you know, to me personally, you know, no, really it's very interesting. And, and, you know, to the point of educating, you know, the parents through a, a newborn, mm-hmm. you know, getting that jump start. And, right. and, you know, generally speaking, if you have a newborn, you're probably not in your fifties or sixties, you know, you're, right. you're yeah. a little bit long, younger, so you can have that. Okay. Well, I don't have to wait till I'm 50 to, the, to yeah. have this experience. You know, it's 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 huge. Yeah, and it's it's you know it's would say I'm just in a newborn, and you know they come out in the hallway, and there's patients sitting there, and you just adjusted that child because yeah. typically an adult's afraid to have uh-huh. anything done, and they think, well, my word, that's yeah. a six week old. You know, <laughs> yeah. what in the world did you do to them? What's wrong with them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's uh so it's it's, it's pretty amazing. Like nothing. Personally. This baby was in this tiny womb for right. nine months. Yes. And I mean, my my children. You know, we. Um, you know, we attempted a home birth with my son Jackson. He's five now, and then we did have our daughter at home uh, with a home birth. And so, an hour after both of them were born, uh, you know, I adjusted adjusted them, you know, wow. and, and treated them. And I had the fortunate experience to, you know, my daughter just in our bedroom, you know, in a nice, safe, comfortable environment. And mm-hmm. you know, they they started they've started ever since then. So it's. it's Do you think in the future there'll be standing wombs? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so can, like, come out perfect. Perfect. Here. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shoot them right, right out. Shoot them right out. Um, and then uh, I, I forgot to ask this on our last podcast, but again, it's always one that is really interesting, especially this conversation we've had. Um, really interested to see what you have to say, and it's just the simple question of uh, what is your definition of fitness? Well, it, you know, in my mind, fitness is pretty much just maintaining the, you know, the health of your mind and body through. You know, physically exercising, um, you know, mentally and physically, uh, you know, whatever aspect or avenue that is, you know, if you're getting it here, if you're doing something else. But um, I, f- I feel keeping both of those healthy is, is really, you know, capacitating your, 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 you know, whatever your fitness goals are. Hmm. Fantastic. That's good. 
Well, thank you, Dr. Aaron. Thanks for uh, thank you. Thanks for hanging yeah, out. Thanks for today. having me, guys. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. it. All right. And uh, thank you all for listening to Everyday Athlete. Join us next week as we dive deep into the lives of those who make us great. Thanks.